Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 31. Welcome. And if you're a first-time listener, welcome. <laughs> welcome. If you're a repeat listener, welcome. <laughs> if you're a new listener, go back and listen to the first 30 episodes. It's only 30 hours of your life. And it'll be worth it. We'll wait. Okay. All right. Well, welcome back. Yeah, cool. 31. I'm gonna, we should call this episode Baskin Robbins, 31 Flavors. Is that their deal? Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't know. I don't know things. Do they still exist, Baskin Robbins? I don't know what that is. Oh, God. How old am I? <laughs> That's a legit thing. I, I, I have no idea. What's Baskin Robbins? It was like an ice cream stand at the mall. I guess that seems familiar. Oh, God. I'm I grew up so in a much small older place. than you are. Oh, I feel so old right now. Did you ever go to Hot Sam's and get a hot pretzel? I don't know, but maybe you should report that. <laughs> Whenever I'd go to the, to, the, to the Grease Mall in Grease, New York, I'd get a hot Sam. I just went to Mr. Smoothie. <laughs> that also doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> they were the best. It was always fresh. I bet it was. Did you have to enter a van behind the mall? Did you stop by Auntie Anne's? <laughs> oh, oh. For a comforting warm pretzel. <laughs> and then I would go to Spencer's Gifts. Oh. Oh, Spencer. Uh, wow, this took a hey, weird turn. Hey, you guys turn remember right malls? <laughs> remember malls? Remember Orange Julius's? <laughs> there is one of those around there here. Is. I've should, never been to one. We should go because that was in the 80s. That was like the ultimate smoothie treat. Yeah. The Orange Julius. Uh, sometimes I think it would be a fun idea to go to Dairy Queen, and then I remember. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't know if Dairy I ever, Queen. I don't know if I've ever been to Dairy Queen before. Really? How about this? Over Thanksgiving weekend, we'll go to Dairy Queen and we'll go to Orange Julius, and we'll relive the days of old malls and regret. <laughs> Nothing like an orange smoothie to wash down Thanksgiving. <laughs> Well, speaking of uh, fun places uh, in the mall and uh, things to eat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, by the time this is released, well, this will be released on Thanksgiving. It will. This is our Thanksgiving gift to you. Yeah. Um, and if you're not from America, too bad. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the, the, we, we celebrate Thanksgiving, um, every November and it's the second to the last Thursday, um, in November. And, uh, so Kevin and I wanted to talk about, we wanted to start the show off on a real positive note. Cause it'll get dark fast. It'll get real dark fast. <laughs> but while we have your attention. If you want to do it at the top of the show, we can do it at the end if you want. No, let's do it right now. Okay. Things we're thankful for. Yeah, we want to talk about things that we're thankful for. Because, right. you know, what, we want to get you guys in a good mood. And um, hopefully you keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> such a, that was such a thirsty oh, response. Yeah, I'm always thirsty. Yes. But the, the first thing we're thankful for, and we can both agree on this, is we're both thankful for this podcast. Yeah. I, you know, we had talked about starting a podcast. Uh, well, you had talked about starting a podcast uh, years ago. Yeah. And but, then it never happened. Yeah. It's been about five years since we've had some equipment laying around. <laughs> Typical Dylan style there. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah. And then uh, 
Kevin decided to create one for his groomsmen for our wedding. So we did that. And that's kind of where this spawned from. Yeah, we really enjoyed kind of just the, the chit-chatting. And uh, we decided then Tiffany had the idea of uh, fake headlines. And uh, we put the two and two together. Yeah. And here we are. We realized we, we uh, like each other enough to marry each other. And then also um, within the early era of our marriage uh begin a podcast (laughs) and uh we were like wow this is like really testing the elements this is true this is true love you guys we're spending every moment together yeah our lives all the time (laughs) all the time (laughs) but it's great because i love you and you're awesome and i enjoy doing this with you i also enjoy doing this with you it's fun um yeah we like this (laughs) all bullshit side um the this is truly how Kevin and I are with each other. Like we're very silly and we laugh a lot. And, um, I'm sure Kevin has said this before in past episodes that even if we didn't have microphones in front of us, we would be doing this. We would be, uh, riffing with each other and making each other laugh and singing silly songs and doing bad impressions. And (laughs) yeah, this, this podcast, you know, I just realized this podcast is like, is, is it's as if someone has butt dialed us. (laughs) <laughs> and it's just listening in. We we really misnamed this. We should have just called it butt dials. Should call it but let's rename we, it butt dials. <laughs> Welcome to butt dials. I'm Kevin Dillon. Imagine the sponsors we'd get. <laughs> I just butt dialed a rotary phone. Can you believe that? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Picked it up at the mall. <laughs> I had it on layway at Hills. Butt dialed a rotary phone. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. That might be the name of the podcast. That's what we'll name this podcast. (laughs) This episode will be titled, But But Dial the Rotary Phone. (laughs) What's all that scarring from as I'm changing in the gym? You know, I'm always changing at the gym. Yeah. What's that scarring from? I butt dial the rotary phone. You know how it is. (laughs) I just went, I try to dial 1-800-MIX-A-LOT. Kick those nasty thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's true i have an la face but an oakland extension <laughs> <laughs> phone number jokes hey. put me to the party line <laughs> and if you're too young to not know what that is look it up <laughs> We've lost the younger viewers. Like anyone who's like twenty five and below, they're oh, like, yeah. they what's, a, "What's a rotary phone?" Yeah, they don't listen to podcasts. What's a, that's true. Oh my god, <laughs> this is an old person's game. <laughs> 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 the other thing I'm very thankful for and is my grandma. Oh, go ahead. What? <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I'm very thankful for <laughs> is my wife, Grandma. You, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> I'm very thankful for you. I was mid-reflection of how old I feel sometimes. <laughs> and I was just... And you caught me in it. I was just <laughs> charging ahead with my thanks for you. <laughs> but seriously, I'm very thankful for you. <laughs> if you guys could have seen the look of love in his eyes <laughs> just now. It's like I was reading a prepared statement. <clears throat> I'm very thankful for you. <laughs> that we good? Is that good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm very thankful for you too, babe. Um, and uh, 
that's it. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> well, that sums it up there. That's, that is true love right there. Uh, and also uh, thankful for our friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's it. And that's it. <laughs> friends, family, podcast. Oh, thankful for our friend Ian. Um, if you guys haven't checked out kittyboxpress.com yet, um, you should definitely do that. Go over there. Check out kittyboxpress.com and follow kittyboxpress on Instagram and also on Facebook. And uh, if there are any items that you can possibly think of that you might want printed, wedding invitations, buttons, souvenirs, um, you know, T-shirts, anything like that, anything you can possibly think of, totes, um, you know, you don't even need to design it. Maybe you don't know what you want, but you're just like, these are things that I like. Yeah, I believe he has he has like things that are already designed there mm-hmm. too. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We have some pretty cool Halloween shirts, I remember. Absolutely. So we're very thankful for having friends and supporters like that, and also our friends all over the United States that are tuning in. We appreciate you guys. And around the world, Kevin. That's true. We do have a lot of Is international around listeners. Around the world. We do have some people in around the UK, the in Japan, Australia. Yeah. Those are places around the world. They are. We've had a lot of interest in f- from South America lately. Yeah. That's, that's great. pretty dope. Hi, South American friends. Hello. Welcome. Yeah. That's neat. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Let's get into it. All right. Here we go. So if you haven't listened to the show before, uh, every week we give thanks for several minutes, and then we jump into some headlines. Some are real, some are fake, and we're going to try to guess which ones are real. So I have three prepared. Tiffany has three prepared. Here we go. Article number one. Five-hour energy releases new holiday blend. Ew. Five-hour energy releases new holiday blend. Ugh. <laughs> Don't knock it till you try it. All right. <laughs> Article number two. L.A. band Threaten faked a fan base to land a European tour that no one attended. L.A. band Threatened faked a fan base to land a European tour that no one attended. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and keeping with the U.K. theme, the U.K.'s hottest holiday gift is the new Easy Bake Oven thanks to the Netflix popularity of the British Bake Off. <laughs> the U.K.'s hottest holiday gift is the new Easy Bake Oven thanks to Netflix British Bake Off popularity. Oh, boy. Only one is real. I can't believe any of these are real. Okay. <laughs> well, let's start with the first one. Five-hour energy releases a new holiday blend. Okay. Have you ever had a $5? Or $5. <laughs> well, I've had a $5 energy already. <laughs> I had taken a trip to Singapore. It was just me all by myself. And I said, hey, I'm going to get a $5 energy. <laughs> so uh a five hour energy have you ever had one of those i don't think no i don't i have not have you no i'm not into that it kind sort of, of thing it i've always scares me i've always been like hey coffee that seems better mm-hmm. or tea yeah any i've had i could probably count on one hand how many energy drinks i've had in my entire life oh really i don't really go for them i think i drank Okay, I think when I was in my early days of college, so when I was a freshman in college, I think that there was a Red Bull truck that would come around campus, mm. and they, I think they would give you free Red Bull. See, now when I was in college, Red Bull was like a, a type of 40-ounce malt liquor that we would buy. Red Bull? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ooh. But 
It gave you energy. It sure did, I'm it sure. it also faded very quickly. <laughs> um, so I would drink those once in a while, and then mm. I was like, yeah, I don't really care for these. Did it get you, like, really give you, like, wings, as the commercial says? It did. I flew around a lot. What the F? Why aren't you drinking this more? Gross. Um, no, I actually don't remember how it made me feel. I suppose it, it woke me up. And then I discovered I like coffee better. So Okay. That was going to be my next question. Were you like mixing both together? Like Oh, no. Um, when I, there was a brief period where I took school photographs mm-hmm. and it was when we first started dating. And uh, so I would have to get up very, very early, like to the point where I'd be like, hey, Rumi, when you get home from the bar at 3 a.m., can you wake me up for oh, work? Because I have to do that. So, um, during that time I would drink a lot of monsters. Mm. Yeah. I, but that was like the last time I, I ever drank any of those. Oh yeah. I don't think I've ever had a monster energy drink before either. Kind of tastes like the Starbucks ones a little bit, but like that's, I've had a couple of those in my life. The Starbucks, whatever those are, double shots or whatever they're called. Yeah. The Starbucks ones are better, but like the. Yeah, I used to drink the monster ones a lot. The five hour, the five hour energy kind of freaks me out because it's such a tiny bottle. Yeah, like it scares me that there's that much potency in that little tiny bottle. Like that, that makes me think I'm gonna, my heart's gonna blow out of my chest if I drink it. <laughs> I know. Uh, also, I want to just, I've, I rem- just remember this when you were when you started talking before and you're like, for a while I was taking, and I thought you were gonna, and you said school pictures, but I thought you were gonna say. For a while, I was taking speed because <laughs> we were just talking about coffee. <laughs> I really wasn't sure where that was going. And I was like, oh, I'm learning a lot about my wife. <laughs> no, nothing like that. <laughs> I remember buying like these little things. I think they were called thin. Cocaine? <laughs> I think it was called crack. <laughs> no, they were like um, not thin mints because those are Girl Scouts. I was going to say uh, thin, mini, co- thin mini. cocaine can also... <laughs> Do wonders for your thin, waistline. Thin crack I was taking. Uh, no, uh, it was called th- uh, mini, no. Th- Cooper. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I can't help it. I think they were called mini thins. They're like little like speed, like caffeine pills they would sell at the, like at the truck stop, like at the, when you get on the throughway there. and So like, you don't fall asleep while driving? Yeah, yeah. I think they were called mini thins. I remember no dose. I think it's a similar. I don't remember. Did I take that in college? But I remember taking these, like in high know. school, we were we were <laughs> taking these, and Dang. I remember it made it feel like your hair was like standing on end. They were just like a lot of, oh, like a lot of craziness would happen with those. That's things. That's what kids should be taking. Yeah, yeah. So we did our senior year taking, taking truck stop uh, caffeine. The sixties, am I right? <laughs> that was a different time, man. <laughs> we were experimenting, free love, free ca- free caffeine. <laughs> All thin, you know? (laughs) Uh, Make coffee, not war. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I've never heard of those. Yeah, I think they were... I I could be wrong. I'll have to look that up, but I guess it doesn't matter. But I believe they were called mini thins, not mini coopers (laughs) or mini cracks. Uh, As soon as you said you remember seeing them by, like, the um, checkout, I remembered seeing no-dos. Yeah. I... I don't know if I ever took that in college. Like, but I know it was around. I think I was always too scared to take it, honestly. Well, I remember like when I was in high school, they didn't allow you to 
have like caffeine during the day for some reason. Like the there was no like s- the soda machine was like under lockdown. Yeah, that's the way like, it was for me too. But I needed that. Like I had a I had a habit early on. Like I used to go through the McDonald's drive through in the morning at my senior year and get coffee and like chug it in the parking lot before I had to go into school. That's so insane. Also, it's amazing that I was a- ever able to get up early enough to stop and get coffee before going somewhere because that shit does not happen on the way to work. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're lucky we make it to work. I need everything to go positively for me to get to work on time. <laughs> you have me to drag you down. Uh, but uh, yeah, so but I remember, so I, I started getting bringing caffeine pills to school because I'd get tired. I was, I was the kind of kid that would stay up very late like I would watch late night talk shows Me b- too. before going to bed. Me too. Uh, and you know, I have to get up at six or five, and it's kind of what we do now. And uh, essentially, oh my yeah. god, it's been like decades of sleep deprivation. Oh my I god, I just realized this. <laughs> we like we no wonder we're tired all the time. We um, should be getting the sleep that teenagers are meant to get, and uh, we are actually living the sleep habits that teenagers have, <laughs> where you get up at six o'clock in the morning. And then go to bed at midnight yep. because you got to watch late night talk shows. <laughs> For you, it's Johnny Carson. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I was watching in high school. <laughs> I was watching, was I was always a Letterman person. I Well, I only had three channels to well, choose yeah. from, but oh, I yeah. uh, I watched Letterman. Yeah, I, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what do you, oh, this holiday blend. So is it like a... You, when you say holiday blend, you make it sound like a coffee, but the mm. holiday blend, mm. must it must be a different flavor. Right. It's a different flavor and a different packaging because they're trying to market it towards people that are out shopping. Okay. So it's like a kind of like a Black Friday boost, mm-hmm. you know, or mm-hmm. uh, you know, people that go to start Christmas or they start their Black Friday shopping on Thanksgiving night. Mm-hmm. So for people like that that have had a full meal. Mm-hmm. And now need to get energized for the next five hours of shopping. That's, yeah, you know we gotta wait in line at Walmart for that new TV. You can't Holiday nap. Blend. You gotta. You no, gotta you be gotta alert. Be you gotta be alert. Yeah, ready to go. Do you want that TV? If you don't want that TV, get the hell back home. Yeah. Have another piece of pie, stupid. Yeah. You know, save yeah. the TVs for the awake people. They're gonna use them. Yeah. You should see oh. these very alarming hand gestures that Kevin. <laughs> I think I had a five-hour energy. I think he did. <laughs> Wow. Uh, are you all right? I, I'm very passionate about shopping. You know wow, this. Wow, I know. I just am a big fan of the economy. <laughs> big fan. Big, big fan. fan. Big fan. <laughs> big fan of the economy. <laughs> uh, I think I would just settle for like an espresso shot and yeah. be on my merry way to go shopping you know, speak- if I were into that. Speaking of energy drinks, I remember when we first started dating, you had these little, they were like coffee creamers, but they were like espresso shots. Um, Do you remember those? Yeah, I bet it was something my old roommate. Bought. It was from the. I think they were from the Burn Dairy over there in Brockport. I don't know. I keep pointing at you with this. Yeah, pencil. I know. It's it's alarming. So you mentioned David Letterman, so now I feel like I'm tapping a pencil, very <laughs> David Letterman esque. I may um, just throw it up into the ceiling. Yeah. And see if it sticks. Please don't. No, we want to get our security deposit back. Also, I like that pencil. Me too. They're exclusive Parks and Rec. Yep. Pencils from the NBC store. The pencil yeah. that I'm tapping says farewell, little Sebastian. And. Mine is how I feel most of the time. Everything hurts and I'm dying. <laughs> so this is, the, this is the pencil I use when I podcast. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so funny. Makes me feel funny, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so you had these little espresso shot things. And I remember making coffee at your place. 
and just feeling like my brain was going to jump out of my head. It was so much caffeine. I loved it. <laughs> it was the best I ever felt. <laughs> just talking about it has gotten me amped up. That's how good that coffee was. Babe, is that why you kept... Came, kept blah, blah, blah. Babe, is that why you kept coming over and well, hanging were... out with me? You were just like, I need to get another fix. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't... Don't, don't worry about you, Tiff. Just show me the way to the kitchen with those precious shots are. You, uh, you putting out a pot of coffee or what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I do recall seeing those. Um, I, I don't think those were something that I bought. I do think my roommate bought them. Oh, okay. okay. But we shared stuff, so... They were great. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the five are sort of similar to, like, Starbucks where they have, like, the holiday blend. Or the Christmas. Well, this year I noticed they had a Christmas blend, which I didn't notice last year at Starbucks. They oh, was it, it said Christmas. It said blend? Christmas blend oh. on it, which I thought was cool. Huh. But maybe they also have a holiday blend. I don't know a lot about Starbucks marketing. Yeah. All I know is that I enjoy their coffee. And if Starbucks, uh, if a Starbucks representative would love to contact us and perhaps send us from some free samples um, to compare and discuss on the podcast, we'd love to do that. Just get a hold of us at fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it was good. I would, I would, maybe I would try that, the, that kind of uh, five hour energy if I was out shopping, but I don't ever envision myself ever doing like Black Friday shopping. Yeah, no. You usually go on the Saturday yeah, that's after a, Black Friday. It's a little yeah. different though. Yeah. Different scene. I was actually talking about that today with a coworker. Like, I don't. I'm I'm not interested in going Black Friday shopping. I'm no. not interested in going shopping even on Thanksgiving night. Like that's just not that's not my thing. I I don't want to deal with people and I know people are like, Oh, there really aren't that many people out or sometimes people aren't that bad and you know, I don't wanna risk it. I just wanna stay home. Yeah. And gouge my face. Or gouge my gouge face. Gouge your face? Whoa. <laughs> that's not Tiffany, the... what does that pencil say again? <laughs> And why is the tip all bloody? <laughs> Gorge. <laughs> Gorge. Yes, not gouge. I'm just going to sit home and as gouge my as, face on Thanksgiving. As soon as the word left my mouth, I knew that was incorrect. And I was like, that's what? I just want to eat turkey. All right. Fine. You can. Yeah, I feel the same way. I don't, I'm not a... Like, I just, yeah, I don't want to do that. Mm-mm. I'm sure there's probably a fun communal experience of people shopping together and they're all kind of in this moment, this Black Friday moment or whatever. This rageful moment. Rageful. But I need, like, I'm not good at, uh, you're, a, and we've talked about this before on the podcast, I believe, um, but you're a very uh, exceptional gift giver. Like, you're very, everything you pick out is always very thoughtful and you do, a, you're a great bargain hunter. Like, all the things that you would want in, all the qualities you would want in someone shopping for you, you possess. <laughs> Thoughtfulness, you're able to find a bargain, uh, things have meaning behind, you know, th- everything. But um, but that with that comes some preparation. So we would have to be prepared to, to go out into the world and on Black Friday knowing what we wanted to get. And sometimes it, you need more research time than that. And, and more sleep. And more sleep. And we don't need to buy televisions or like big electronics that are going to be yeah. discounted on that day. So Yeah. I If someone wants that, they can buy it them themselves. <laughs> Heck yeah. You yeah. want a new rotary phone? Wait in line at, at Circuit City yourself. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, hmm. Hey, let's talk about this. Uh, to conclude, the five-hour energy, I would not drink that. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Hard pass. Um, the LA band the the threateners threatened or threaten 
LA band threatened. Right. They faked a fan base and then they landed a European tour that nobody attended. So the name of the band is threatened. Is threatened, yeah. Uh and they faked a fan base. So why? Yeah. To 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 I mean, they still have to pay for their trip to Europe, right? Well, I think that was the thing. I think I believe what happened is that they used some trickery to make it seem like they were like a kind of a bigger band than they really were. And they were able to parlay that into getting booked overseas on all these different shows, Mm -hmm. which I believe came with like advanced money and perhaps some travel costs being covered because these places thought, wow, this band, you know, is doing so well and... You know, there people were buying tickets. Supposedly, they they were you know people were saying they were going to the show on Facebook and stuff like that. So they're like, oh, this is great. Yeah. And turns out, it was all a scam. A flim flam scam. Wow. So uh, is this a classical band? Like a, a classical instruments, like a, a violin, a harpsichord, maybe. Harpsichord, um, three tambourines. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A flute. Oh. Uh, an electric violin. And a piccolo, right? A piccolo. Yeah. <laughs> spoons. Electric spoons, of course. Oh, wow. Okay. That's advanced. Uh, two turntables. And a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> How, no, you cannot. You can't not say that. That's the response. <laughs> like if somebody, if like if you worked at, uh, if you worked at Guitar Center or wherever you buy turntables from and someone's like, I'm here weird? to buy uh, two turntables and a microphone. Like you'd have to, you would have to yell that right at them. <laughs> and then you'd have to be like, I, I already have the microphone. I don't really need it. But it just seems right. And to then, say that. And then like three other people jump up from behind the counter and go, where it's at. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like that would never get old. Oh, in that aisle? Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Those people jumping up are like, where it's at? And they're pointing down. It's like right in front of them. <laughs> right here. <laughs> no, uh, they're actually like a like a rock band. Like a 80s kind of rock band. Like, you know, that stuff. Yeah, lots of like okay. guitars. That's it. That's my yeah. knowledge of 80s. Can you do that again? That's <laughs> <laughs> really good. For a minute, I thought I was listening to a Def Leppard album. Yeah. But then it turned out it was just you. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so I think that was the, <laughs> I think that's what the plan was, is they were trying to just kind of get a free trip out of this. Because essentially, they, the, they would have to know going into this, though, that once they got there and things didn't work out the way that the people had thought like if you faked you all this stuff people thought oh man this is going to be big and then nobody shows up like you would think that everything would start falling apart pretty quickly mm-hmm. but, but I mean, if they were booked in more than one city right right so maybe like the first one they were like it's a fluke what right. happened right. this is so weird but like the second or third if it starts happening then i'm sure they start people start talking i would assu- i would assume you know what i mean Right. But I guess when you, when you think about it, it's kind of what people do. They kind of hype themselves up on social media. I mean, we all kind of do it, right? Like we always post, like we're always trying to post funny things or share stuff and try to get likes or whatever. So as a band that's trying to become noticed, you know, these tools are there to kind of, for self-promotion. But if it goes too far and you create something, it almost becomes fraudulent at some point, right? Like when, when there's money on the line, people are losing money on it. Yeah. You know, but I think it's great to like use these tools to try to hype up and and create a following for yourself. Yeah. But when you start duping people and they're like losing an investment on you, I guess that's when the, the house of cards falls apart. 
Well, it's not like they they didn't play to like an empty audience. There were people that showed up, right? No, they, no. Played, they played to nobody. Oh, so it was like legitimately no one. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they faked the wow. fan base, land a European tour, and then no one showed up. Oh, well, I, I was thinking like, yeah, you could fake the size of a fan base, I suppose. Sure. Like you can buy fans right online, or you could buy likes and stuff like that. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like, there's, you can spend a lot of money to get people to like stuff that you put out there. Wow. It's pretty crappy. That's dumb. It's really stupid. That's also a super disadvantage to, was it two or three episodes ago when we were talking about um, the food, followers food for likes, that restaurant that was experimenting with uh, being able to eat based on how many followers you had yeah using social media as a currency to buy stuff with yeah yeah so uh, the ability to be able to do that i think that's awful but you got to think like you know uh when it comes to like the fake likes and stuff like that like does it what does it really it doesn't translate into anything no i mean because it's kind of like on, on twitter do you ever see like the follow back stuff or the team t- team hashtag like follow back and all that kind of stuff oh yeah absolutely there's it's like on a, instagram too there's like a million like you click on that or if somebody follows you and it's like i'm a part of team follow back and they have like a million followers but it's all just people following each other it's like well what is that do, you're not monetizing that in any way yeah you're just kind of look at me all, i'm yeah, cool you're all sort of in a vacuum kind of just yeah. volleying it back and forth to each other it's, it doesn't really mean anything i don't have time for that i no, don't i don't, I don't care um this band do you, th- were they any good like did they go did they do this in a uh if we build it they will come sort of thing or did they do it with the sole purpose of scamming whoever helped pay for that I promotional think, stuff out of money i almost think it was like a delusional sort of it got out of hand kind of thing mm. where it kind of snowballed to the point where they kept going with it and then realized this is no this mm-hmm. is too much Ugh. yeah I, I believe i almost think there was some players involved that were aware of what was happening but kind of were just riding the sketch it out. balls the of sketch the, balls mm-hmm. yeah you know the cd people are yeah especially probably in music or that kind of stuff yeah rock and mu- music people CD rock and rollers you know i've seen almost famous i know how it works exactly right so much deflowering <laughs> <laughs> i want to cue mark Marin. lock the gates <laughs> <laughs> that's right folks use offer code wtf for <laughs> for 10 percent off rotary phones over at 1-800 rotary phones <laughs> Tell them fake headlines sent you at WTF. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hmm. uh, let's talk about these Easy Bake Ovens. I always wanted one of these as a kid, and I never had Aww. one. I always thought they were really cool. But, I mean, I... I I had the advantage of, like, I was never told I couldn't cook mm-hmm. stuff, like, as a kid. Like, oh, okay. I, you know, I remember... You were given full range to the range? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a tiny chef. I had a tiny hat and an apron. 
I didn't need an easy bake oven, though I wanted one. You were to like make my own personal <laughs> little brownies. Were you like the uh, what's that guy? Guy Fieri, yeah. <laughs> that was me. I had spikes and a backward hat, sunglasses. <laughs> sunglasses on backwards. Yeah. No, I was trying to think of that guy. All I could think of is Roman Polanski, but that's not the right. No, name. that's a very different He's person. A different person. Uh, nope. The guy from like Bad Chef or whatever that show is called. The guy that's always yelling. Gordon Ramsay. Oh. <laughs> Bad Chef. I don't know. <laughs> You know that show Bad Chef? All it made me think of was that show on Animal Planet, Bad Dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, that w- that was me. We yeah. never had an easy bake oven, but we did cook everything by light bulb, though. So that's just, okay. how, yeah, that's just wow. how things were for us. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, we were uh, the car engine kind of family. <laughs> Every yeah. day was like a tailgate over on, your house. Be on a road trip and, uh, yeah, be all those... Uh, extra hamburgers that we bought at mcdonald's a few miles back let's just heat them up on the engine it's totally fine we grab the foil out of the old uh, glove compartment yeah the old dinner foil oh yeah that's Uh, the one nothing like a roadside reheat (laughs) yeah roadside reheat (laughs) that was also the name of a travel porno i started in in college (laughs) i had to pay tuition guys i'm not proud of it but it is some of my better work (laughs) <laughs> and the follow-up get it while it's hot <laughs> unfortunately many critics called it roadkill oh mm. uh <laughs> yeah uh yeah so um easy bake ovens those are fun yeah we i believe uh, i think we had one growing up i believe my sister had one did she? Yeah. They've been around for a long time, I suppose. I, yeah. I guess uh, I'm, I'm not calling your sister old. No, she's old as shit. She's yeah, not she's listening to us old. anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so How do you know? I don't think she would listen to oh, this. Okay, this, okay. Isn't, this isn't her sort of thing. Okay. Uh, listening to us talk. <laughs> she doesn't do that in person. <laughs> she's not going to want a recording of it. <laughs> Hey, you want to listen to our podcast? Uh, no, I don't listen to you in life. I don't want to hear <laughs> your recorded bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's about right. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag team follow back. <laughs> oh, I love her. Um, not team follow back, your sister. Um, yeah, so uh, this was inspired by the uh, British Bake Off show yes and it's it's the great british bake-off in uk right it appears to be but that's the and gr- then it's great british baking show here in the u.s yeah i'm not really sure why that is mm. maybe it has to do with the licensing or something like that okay but it's essentially the same program huh i well i'm surprised that uh easy bake oven sales haven't skyrocketed here as well that's true because it is very popular over here as well i mean now i really do want one like what can i make in those <laughs> we you have know? an actual oven though we can use i feel what well, i want to try making a perfect little nun puff <laughs> and an easy bake oven okay perfect little flaky tower make a tiny souffle uh yeah a tiny little souffle <laughs> take it out just the right time to watch it deflate and enjoy you know what other thing I was just thinking of with when it comes to kids and cooking? Uh, shrinky dinks. Oh, my God. We have a case. Of, we have like a little package of those around here, actually. I think we they're do? right over there. Yeah. Because I bought some thinking that I might be able to use them for, I think, a Halloween costume in the past. Really? Uh-huh. That would be fun. You can't eat those, right? Those are just like a little 
that's d- correct like little thing toy. yeah so okay. you'd um if we're thinking of the same thing it, where you like basically draw on this plastic yeah and then you put it in the oven and it becomes like this hard plastic and it's tiny yes yeah or, yeah yeah yep. not to be confused with shrinky dink which was another movie that unfortunately I was in. <laughs> <laughs> i saw that one you it was did. okay Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, what she said. I just got out of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold. Uh, <laughs> but I do love. We've been watching the Great British Baking Show for the last couple yeah weeks. nonstop. This morning, I woke up dreaming. Uh, like I, I vividly remember like waking up thinking about eclairs <laughs> and like needing to take them out of the oven. Oh my like, gosh, the, the piped hooked. kind. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Like I've uh, not, I've never baked anything before. Really, I mean, we made some bread recently. Turned yeah. out pretty good, but that was our first foray into baking from scratch. Yeah, and uh, but I do enjoy the show, and you learn about other desserts from around the world that we we i feel like in the united states we've been kind of gypped with the desserts yeah like we like, like we we have we have cakes and the cakes that we have are just meh. right it's just like sponge with like sweet frosting on them right yeah. and i don't like cake and like most people when they're baking stuff at home for the most part and maybe it's just the world i grew up in maybe it's different for different people but it was like chocolate chip cookies or like plain like a chocolate cake or whatever but like on the Great British Bake Off, they act like they're making all the stuff at home all the time. Like, oh yeah, creamy scones—we make those all the time. Oh, spotted dick, huh, made some last week for my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bad. There news. are some Americans that are trying to explain that to the rise around the world. <laughs> bad news, honey. I got spotted dick. <laughs> it's in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a weird thing. Uh, to understand here for us. Yeah, it's a silly name, but a delicious t- t- treat. It, it's like a fruitcake, yeah. basically. Right. Uh, which I never knew. I it, It's so weird because, like, you go down the international aisle here in Wegmans, and it's like you see spotted dick, and you're like, what the hell is that? Why <laughs> is there a cake in a can? <laughs> That's disgusting. Right. Uh, but just the opposite, like the international aisle for our friends in the UK, there's like an aisle of like grilled cheese <laughs> in a box. <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking about that too. Like what sort of specialty foods do we here have here in the US? And you think about different regions that we have around. So like, you know, if you think of the coastal regions, so maybe in, in Maine or, um, you know delaware rhode island there's massachusetts there's going to be a lot of seafood same with like washington and probably parts of oregon um and then in the south you have uh um uh soul food Mm -hmm. or uh, cajun food or cajun food especially in new orleans or like tex-mex type stuff yeah but i feel like everything that's that we eat is heavily influenced from folks that have come here yeah yeah like there's never there's not like anything like really like american no you know what i mean I, yeah like, i don't like think a, so it's purely like cause maybe it, a turkey that's about yeah, it it's very boring <laughs> Bland, american cheese the worst blandest cheese there is <laughs> it's horrible it's just like the dumbest cheese <laughs> i'd rather have swiss i would rather have swiss or and singing a sweet sweet song monster <laughs> <laughs> don't get us started <laughs> 
<laughs> we okay uh, true confession time kevin and i at work were emailing each other uh new and improved lyrics of cheese songs <laughs> because we were still thinking about last week's episode the yeah. following day and it was we are still giggling about it so <laughs> we hope you guys are too <laughs> but yeah i um yeah that's because uh it, it you know uh Aside from the Native Americans who began here, uh, you know, the U.S. is made up of immigrants. So there's a lot of different foods and food inspirations from around the world. Which is pretty great. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it is really awesome. Yeah. Um, and it's been kind of morphed into different versions here and there. And yeah. uh, it's terrific. But I guess the most Amer- like quote-unquote American dessert is apple pie, right? Because that's like the, what we, sort yeah. of synonymous with like Fourth of July celebrations uh-huh. and things like that. And uh, American pie, which is the delicious, old American favorite. Oh, right, taking an American, taking a pie, yeah, doing, doing that thing, doing something with it yeah. that you shouldn't do. Jason Biggs, J- Jason Big in it. Shout out to that guy, shrinky dink in that pie. Yeah, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but like that's, I mean, it's a fine dessert. I've never turned down an apple pie. But when you compare it to like what else is out there, you're like, wow, the rest of the world is really taking it up a notch. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that's pretty cool. So it's um, this show, you think it, it's inspiring uh, younger generations to get more involved in cooking? I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think it's uh, kids are getting more interested in the baking arts. There, I think there are. I don't know if there's more than one, but I think there is a kids cooking show. Yeah, I think there is. There's like a top chef junior. Yes. And there's a kid chopped. Whoa, that no kid oh. chopped is Oh no. Coming this fall to Try, sci-fi. No. <laughs> this Halloween on Gross. sci-fi. Kid chopped. <laughs> Mommy. Uh. <laughs> Why all the knives? <laughs> Lay down on that cutting board, kid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's good. I told you it was gonna get weird and dark. <laughs> only took about a half hour we're here for you (laughs) so which one of these articles tiffany do you think is real Mm. (laughs) Um, i'm gonna go with the la band you are yeah well you're right LA band threatened fake so a fan base to land a European tour that no one attended. It's an article from metalsucks.net. You know that website. Oh, yeah, the one Metal you sucks. you frequent that one all the time. Love it. I always it's, uh, the place for robot porn is it. It's the <laughs> <laughs> All the Rosies. Metal sucks. <laughs> it's the name of a of a of a metal <laughs> fleshlight you can get. <laughs> it's called the Metal Suck. Gross. <laughs> I got the C3PO lips on mine. C3PO. <laughs> 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 yeah. So there's been a lot of updates to the story. This was kind of a viral story this week, but uh How did I miss I it? I figured because you didn't read Metal Sucks, there was a good chance that you had not uh come across this yeah that's true so here's the original post from metal sucks uh talking up your band to me a little bit to make it appear that you're more popular than you are is a rite of passage for young acts we've heard of plenty of bands that have exaggerated sales or live show numbers to land a gig or two or talk themselves up to a national media for some press attention 
uh, come to the territory and it's usually harmless. Uh, and one thing I'll, I just remember too is uh, there's a band called Handsome Boy Modeling School. I feel like I've heard of that before, but maybe because it was on your iPod Classic. It was. <laughs> it really was. I think it was on the pl- uh, playlist I gave you once when we first met of like songs that I like. Is it the? Um... Oh, I can't think of it now. No, go ahead. You know it, um, but <laughs> you know so it. So the story goes that uh, Handsome Boy Modeling School landed a record deal because they were in an elevator at a record company because they were both uh, Prince Paul and uh, I think Dan the Automator. Uh, they were both had their own solo careers, and they were talking about Handsome Boy Modeling School in the elevator and hyping up this band, which was them. And then some executives were like, "Wait, what?" And kind of that's how they got the ball rolling on getting a record deal. How do we do that with podcasting? <laughs> we have to get on an elevator with someone from a podcast network. All right, let's do this. <laughs> so, off to Los Angeles. <laughs> Uh, so getting back to the story, uh, right. L- LA band Threaten have taken that idea to a level previously never thought imaginable. The band was able to book an entire European tour despite having no fan base whatsoever, and it's all in the process of crashing down around them. So this is from about two weeks ago. Uh, to do it, the band's frontman and leader, Jared Threaten, so it's Threaten, T-H-R-E-A-T-I-N, that's his last name, and that's the name of the band, Threaten. Oh, I see. Uh, they, I thought it was like Threatened. Right. I'm going to threaten you to book our band in Europe. Yeah. Uh, so Jared threatened posed as a booking agent prom- and promoter to uh, of gigs and used a faked live footage of allegedly packed shows in L.A., uh, bought Facebook likes, event RSVPs, and YouTube views, and lied about ticket sales uh, to swindle venue owners and talent buyers into booking the shows. So what he was doing with these YouTube videos is taking like a crowd, like he made it look like someone was in a crowd with a cell phone camera. So there's all these people around and then in the background, you can kind of see a band playing, but it's kind of kind of blurry and then they'll cut to the band and then back to the audience. So it was always kind of split, mm-hmm. but they were never like together. So he like made it seem like there was thousands of people. At so is it like show. a weird stock footage sort of sort of, but they kind of made it look kind of sort of realistic because of it being like a cell phone in the crowd uh-huh. kind of thing. Yeah. Made it seem like, Oh, the band's just out of focus cause I'm dancing, you know, kind of thing. But wow. but really, there was, it was just all faked. And That's the, insane. And the music was kind of piped in over whatever band was actually playing. Wow. So how did it come crashing down? Does, is there? Is oh yeah, there, we'll, oh. we'll get there. I'm on the edge of my seat, babe. <laughs> so Post started making the rounds on social media when their tour kicked off on November 1st in London. A post by the venue. Oh, that's very recent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so a post by the venue, The Underworld, which hosted the show, alleged that the band's agent claimed that the band had sold 291 tickets in advance, in advance, but only three people showed up. So on the Facebook post for the ad for this band, the club commented on it and they said, what happened to the 291 advance tickets your agent said that you'd sold? Three people in caps showed up. Please don't lie about ticket sales and please don't contact us ever again for a show. And things didn't get any better from there. Uh, a club called The Exchange in Bristol realized they had a similar hoax pulled on them a few days later when a promoter saying 180 tickets had been sold in advance uh, only to have one, only to have no one show up but a few people from the opening band's guest list. Wow. The venue did a little bit of digging and discovered that Threaten's online numbers had been faked with all 100 people marking the Facebook event as attending were all living in Brazil, according to their profiles. 
and there was a number of phony comments on the thing as well. Wow. So he bought all the likes, you know, somehow was able to buy people to go like that page. That's or, insane. Yeah. So then the exchange posted a big thing on their Facebook. Uh, says, last night at the exchange, a band from L.A. called Threaten played. We were expecting it to be busy because the promoter had supposedly sold 180 tickets. It was a bit weird to find out the promoter was still in Hollywood instead of being at the gig. Slightly weirder that they hadn't sold any tickets to the venue at all. It really seemed weird when the only people to arrive were the support band's guest list. We had to ask Threaten to play. We had to ask Threaten to pay the venue, hire staff costs, etc. before anyone else played. The singer eventually huffed and withdrew the money so the show could continue, and they played to literally zero people. And then it says, uh, turns out Threaten are essentially a fake band. This is what the club is saying. 38,000 likes on Facebook, which have all been paid for. The 100, 100 or so people attending the event page are all based in Brazil. Every comment on their YouTube video is phony, including ones about how the how the woman posting... Of course, there's a thing about a woman wanting to lick the sweat off the guy's body. Ew. <laughs> singer. So that was all fake, too. I don't like anyone that much. That's disgusting. Right. So then it says a bit more about those YouTube videos, because this is where shit starts to get really weird. Threatens YouTube channel. Oh, this is where it gets weird? <coughs> At this point, that's where it gets weird. Threatens YouTube channel has a number of videos on it, and they're all bizarre in a number of different ways. To start, there are a couple of live clips designed to give the impression that the band has a room full of packed fans. But all of them either show only the band on stage or only the crowd, never both in the same video. What's more is there's no way to prove it. Uh, one gets the sense <laughs> from the... Uh, <laughs> it's like trying to prove you're not Batman. <laughs> it's, just like, uh, it's like trying to prove that when you're trying to use like the CAPTCHA thing, when you're trying to buy something and you're like, select all of the stoplights. Cars. Uh, yeah. Like, I, know what they, I know what cars look like. Why am I not getting through this? Um, but I'm not a robot. Uh, it says one gets the sense from the audio that these videos have been overdubbed in this with the sounds of screaming fans which has all been kind of put together by the the band uh and then it has links to a couple of videos which are really weird um and then it says uh but the deception continues jared threatened the band's front man it seems is the only member and he fi also posted some videos where it looks like he's being interviewed by somebody but it's really just kind of him talking to a camera um says which brings us back to the tour uh, Metal Sucks caught up with Adam Gostick, whose band The Unresolved had been tapped to open for Threaten at the Asylum in Birmingham last night, November 8th. Gostick gave us a first-hand account of last night's show and explained the lead-up to how this all came together. So this guy, who was in a band, who thought, well, oh, geez, this is great. I'm going to be on tour with this cool L.A. band. Uh, so my band Unresolved, or The Unresolved played last night at Asylum 2 in Birmingham. The day before, November 7th, we got a message from... Ghosts of Machines explaining there was nobody at their Bristol show with Threaten. So that was the opening band from the night before. Uh -huh. But they thought they'd been ripped off by the band's booking. We spoke with the Asylum, which is, again, is the club, who told us that they had been told it was a sellout, but also but when they checked the ticket sales, there were zero. Um, and it says, we got the gig from an email titled Show Offer from someone called Stace Casey at Stage Right Bookings. He offered the show and uh, bigged up Threaten massively. I guess that must mean like hyped him up. Okay. Um, I just thought they were flexing from overseas and thought nothing of it. Then it says, from what we can tell, Threaten is just is a guy, not a band. His name is Jared Threaten. And he's a solo artist who hired a band. They were sound checking when we got there. Throughout the whole night, Threaten didn't approach anybody or talk with anyone but his own people. I heard him speak twice. Once when Rabana Studios showed up because Threaten hadn't paid the person who ran the studio 
And then once again, he was quiet and said thanks when I held the door for him. I can't believe this. This is so crazy. It says there were 13 people in the room when we played, the sound engineer, a bartender, and 10 people we brought with us, and one person who actually bought a ticket. Wow. Crazy. But yeah, we'll post a link to that article online because it's, it's pretty fascinating. I'm really sorry that I'm so behind on those. I think I have uh, 29 and 30 to post. Okay. But. So in about four weeks, you'll see this article. Yeah, yeah. cool. When Enjoy. it's no longer a top story. <laughs> okay, Kevin. Are you ready for my three articles? I am ready. Willing and able. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I'm ready and full of spaghetti. I don't know why I thought that's <laughs> is that. What... A, is that a phrase? No. <laughs> Can it be from now on? That's awesome. <laughs> I'm ready and full of spaghetti. <laughs> I don't know why. That's why I was like, yeah, that, I predict that's what he'll say. Time for your swim lesson. I'm ready and full of spaghetti. Perfect. <laughs> ready and full of spaghetti. <laughs> it does sound like something I would say, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why is spaghetti so weird to spell? Because it doesn't seem like a word. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Spaghetti. Uh, okay. Let's hear your article, Stiff. I had to read I my am, handwriting. I'm so am, bad at it. I am as ready as a plate of spaghetti. <laughs> ready and full of spaghetti. Uh, article number one. Okay. American Thanksgiving to be moved to Friday by 2020 American Thanksgiving to be moved to Friday by 2020 article number two four people try to cross car only bridge in a cardboard bus (laughs) four people try to cross car only bridge in a cardboard bus If Megabus is too expensive for you, try <laughs> Cardboard Bus. We'll get you there, but it's going to take a goddamn long time. Uh, and the last one is, woman spends 10 years posing as flight attendant. What? Woman spends 10 years posing as a flight attendant. One of wow. these is real. How is that possible? Yeah. All right, well, let's just jump in. Let's try to talk these out, and we'll see which could possibly be real. So American Thanksgiving to move to Fridays soon. Yeah. Like, usually when they move a TV show to Fridays, it's like the last, it's on its last legs. <laughs> Thanksgiving on its last legs. Turkey legs. <laughs> That's when I knew Fringe. Yo. <laughs> turkey legs. <laughs> That's when I knew Fringe was on its last turkey legs. When they when Fox moved oh. to Friday nights, I knew it was going to be canceled. Hey, if there's anyone out there who's ever watched Fringe, and it's just, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's so good. The, the acting in it is so amazing. It's like the X-Files, but on crystal meth. Yeah, a little but bit. But in a good way, but with, like in a good crystal. With the FBI and a crazy doctor played by, I think his name's John Noble. I will take that back. It's not X-Files on crystal meth. It's X-Files on mini thins. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Revelation. Every time you say mini thins, I just imagine they're like thin mint flavored caffeine. I just think of a thin mint, <laughs> a thin mint car. 
tiny car, the Mini Cooper. That's what you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Our brains work yeah. very differently. Well, I am full of spaghetti and I'm ready. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of like the idea of Thanksgiving moving to Friday because it sucks when you have to, when you get Thanksgiving off, then you have to go to work the next day. Yeah, it's the worst. And for our friends in retail, I get it. Some some of you have to work on Thanksgiving itself. That's even worse. That's bananas. But for people that don't normally work on Thanksgiving, the idea that you have to go back to work the next day is stupid and yeah and that's for if you like if you don't get um we get it's federal holidays that's what we get off i think so federal holidays yeah uh yeah so we we get thanksgiving off but we always have to request the following day off which it doesn't always happen and it it really is terrible to go back to work the next day it is although the last job i had they gave everybody that day after Christmas or the day after Thanksgiving off, which I thought was great. Yeah. But then the company closed. So that also sucked. So they had a lot of time <laughs> off. So right after yeah. New Year's, they gave me like, uh, like a lot of time. Yeah. Like never ending time off. It was up to me to like figure out what I wanted to do next. Yeah. That's cool. Pretty nice of them though. Yeah. Pretty nice. Yeah. What a great vacation. Yeah. They did provide a, um, a present though, a going away present, uh, a severance package. Uh-huh. So that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Aw, came wrapped up in a tiny little bow. Yeah, so yeah. cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, do you um, do you know how long uh, Thanksgiving has been on its current day? I don't. It, it hasn't always been on, right? Correct. Yeah, it used to be on the last Thursday of November. Okay. Um, but then. Uh, because of the fact that there were five Thursdays uh, in November sometimes, it cut into the holiday season, like oh. uh, Christmas season. Okay. So uh, Roosevelt in 39 uh, made an executive decision to change it to the second to the last Thursday of November. Really? In order to extend the Christmas season. Wow. this is You know a lot about Thanksgiving history. This is very erotic. I, I didn't <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I just want to eat some green bean casserole uh, off your body right now. Ew. <laughs> I'm already covered in gravy. <laughs> That's just my sweat. It's very viscous and delicious. Ah, so viscous and delicious. <laughs> if D-Light was doing a song about my sweat, that's how they would... <laughs> That would be a phrase they would use. <laughs> you know how D-Light's always trying to write songs about my sweat. <laughs> I wish I had a slide whistle. <laughs> Can you please pass that bread and butter? <laughs> favorite song from the 90s gravy's in the heart <laughs> gravy's in the heart gravy's in the heart oh no <laughs> the, the, the part where the, the part where the music stops and it goes that's like your heart beating <laughs> that's your heart restarting hey i just got defibrillated i'm ready to go gravy's in the heart <laughs> and q-tip pops in and starts rapping it's crazy 
What a song about thanks. I know, right? <laughs> that was always my favorite Thanksgiving song. <laughs> Me too. They say there's not enough Thanksgiving songs, but Gravy's in the Heart yeah, is clearly. That's the one. <laughs> what we were talking about <laughs> oh yeah thanksgiving thursday <laughs> why do they always have it on thursday what a bullshit day to have it on i don't know that's like nobody wants that that, that part of the, my thanksgiving knowledge is uh, it, that's where it stops that's lame holidays yeah. should be on mondays or fridays yeah to extend the weekend yeah that's what it's all about for the american worker yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're thankful for some extra time off from our dumb jobs yeah that's exactly <laughs> it. It's a tease when you only get one day off and you got to go back to work. Mm-hmm. You need extended time away from the place. Yeah. So, okay, if if Thanksgiving were to... I don't know why my voice got so raspy. I think I laughed too hard, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. Uh, so, if if Thanksgiving were moved to a Friday, what do you think that would mean for Black Friday? Do you think it would be... Oh, you're right. Do you think that sales, suddenly all the big Thanksgiving sales would occur on Thursday night and into Friday? Oh, yeah. And then you would have, like, Black Saturday? <laughs> I think there'd be su- there's such a lobby for probably for Black Friday, like the Retail Association or whatever. They probably would put the kibosh... Because they've got this name, they've got this day that they can count on. The idea of moving it to a different day could throw off all those sales. I think you would see like the retail whatever association of America be like, nope, we have to keep it. <laughs> and they would like lobby hard in Washington to keep it the way things are. Although Saturday seems like a better shopping day because more people are off of work, right? Right, absolutely. And willing to get up early. Because you've gone out on Saturday after Thanksgiving. Is it busy that day? I've stayed inside barricaded. That's true. Um, Sometimes. Sometimes it's busy. But, you know, modern malls. (laughs) Sad, (laughs) empty. There's not a lot happening. Yeah. Of commerce past. Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't been too bad i mean i don't go to the mall very often anyway so i suppose it feels busy yeah whenever we do go to the mall it's usually a dead zone it's sad and isn't it it's like the good mall in the city <laughs> yeah it's weird because like the mall used to i mean obviously we're just you know everybody knows the malls are dead compared <laughs> to what they were let's uh let's bring it down for a minute and, uh commerce is dying just, let's uh, just talk about the amazon death and of walmart malls. have destroyed everything and, that uh, this country has stood for as far as retail goes that's right you have all tuned into npr's new show the mall is dead mall talk and uh i'm your host tiffany Dillon. and i'm your co-host paul blart <laughs> mall cop. Uh, i'm without a job now no one's at the mall I'm very sorry about your loss of employment. Hmm. Uh, might I uh, point you this way to Gravy is in the Heart. Everything's better now. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so. Yeah, so I think, I think you would have a hard time moving Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Yeah, I think right people now, would be on board for the thursday moving to friday having a three-day weekend yeah i think there'd be such a push from retail that to not f with that day for them uh, would you would you propose uh thanksgiving be moved to a monday then because oftentimes we will 
uh, celebrate. Uh, although Veterans Day is always on November 11th, like for example, this this year it fell on a Sunday, so we had that Monday off. That's what I think it should be. I think that Black Friday should stay Friday, uh-huh. right? And then Sunday should be Thanksgiving because everybody's got the day off. Everybody can get together with the family. And then Monday, it's observed. Right. Monday off. I think that's perfect. And then it keeps Cyber Monday so everyone can stay home and shop that way, too. Perfect. All right. I'm going to go to Washington and let everybody know this is what we're doing now. Cool. All right. Be right back. Uh, can I give you some notes? Yes. Like I have a few more things I might want to throw in there. Gravy's in the heart. If that's cool. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot that we could oh, gotta get off our chest. <laughs> um, so four four people tried to cross a car only bridge driving a cardboard bus. Yeah, I <laughs> I imagine it's the equivalent to four children dressing up in a trench coat trying to pass as an adult. <laughs> it's that version. It's that, but only in transportation. Yeah, uh, mode. That's exactly it. <laughs> They're still business kids, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> did you ever go th- walk through like a drive-through or anything like that? Did your friends ever do that in high school? No. Like, I remember having a, a group of friends who, like, stood, like, two and two, like, they were in a car and, like, walked up through the drive-thru and pretended they were driving a car. No. Did you didn't have any wacky improvisers like that when you were in high school? No. Um, I did run naked across the football stands, though. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, sure. Okay. The, the, we were that kind of group. All right. So, you, <laughs> we just enjoyed, we just did things differently when we grew up i rolled down a hill in my underwear <laughs> with my friend brie like, <laughs> that may have been on the same night <laughs> oh. sounds like a hell of an evening <laughs> it was it was fun <laughs> i remember when we were out and about recently there was a guy standing at like a drive through atm getting money out <laughs> do you remember that i was like what the hell's that guy doing i think i was too busy trying to uh maneuver my way through trying to find <laughs> the freaking drive through for coffee it, it was a weird it was uh, like set up so it was a drive through for a bank as well as the the coffee place so i can kind of see why that guy would just be like you know what forget it i'm just gonna park my car (laughs) you're right i'm gonna get out and i'm gonna walk to this atm yeah it was it was a very confusing like bag of snakes the uh, roads there so i could (laughs) imagine a bag of snakes a bag of snakes so i could i guess he did the right thing (laughs) right (laughs) that's so funny so the (laughs) i love the idea did you ever do that when you were a kid did you ever do the thing where you use like a box to stand in and do like pretend you were driving a car yeah i think so i uh i feel like i remember doing stuff like that and always playing pretend stuff yeah i remember doing that too with boxes also i remember my friend tom his parents got a refrigerator when i was a kid and we made a tardis out of the refrigerator box oh my god that's so awesome and we played doctor who in the backyard oh that's so cute yeah it was pretty fun Aww. Yeah, it was pretty cool who was the companion and who was the doctor uh, i think we're both you were both doctors like d- different generations a, well he was a doctor i was a nurse practitioner okay yeah okay. that's how we did it that hot mm-hmm. uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember i really don't remember what we did with that yeah that's it, it's really cute that you remember making a TARDIS out of it though. That's, yeah, I remember drawing really like, the, fun. Pan, like the panel type windows on it, Aww. front door, and little like <laughs> police whatever thing. Police box. Police box. Yeah. yeah. Aw. Yeah, total nerd. <laughs> no, it's hard to believe. I'm so suave and debonair. <laughs> you know the weirdest part about this story is that they uh, 
they also carried a mannequin, so it looked like they like they belonged in the pool car or the <laughs> carpool lane. You know what I mean? So it was like it was like four people carrying the bus, but then like in the middle there was like a fifth person, but it was just a mannequin just like dragging their feet. Like, see, this is real. <laughs> they were like, "I'm just taking this Uber across the border. Why is this? Is it, why are you questioning what's us? What's the big deal? Uh, clearly, we're this is normal. This is a fact." <laughs> So what would happen? Would you, would they get turned away? Like they wouldn't be able to cross the bridge? I think they made it across. Yeah. Okay. They did make mm-hmm. it across. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blink around the whole way. They're, yeah. They had oh, their no. four ways on. <laughs> the the two people in the back were just, you know, they had flashlights. Like they were, <laughs> their hands were very tired. Their whole bodies were very tired because they were just, you know, blinking those lights. I'm glad they thought of uh, safety. Yeah. That, that was the safety rule. Yeah. And they also had like, um, they had Heelys on. So it was like, they kind of rolled along, but their, <laughs> their feet also lit up. So pe- it took a while for people to catch on, <laughs> you know, it worked out. They were able to do it. <laughs> That's what they're called, right? Heelys. Those the shoes that you roll on. They convert into like oh, what are the rollerblades. Kids, the kids do. I think they are called that. Um, I just wore roller skates everywhere when I was a kid. Yeah, I was like a I was like a young two D from the facts of life. Yeah, um, did you also deliver food to uh, car sides? Yeah, I got my my first job was at a, a sock hop, and I had to a sock hop malt shop. <laughs> I don't know fifties <laughs> things, <laughs> roller skates, <laughs> the fonts, poodle skirts, poodle skirts, cigarettes rolled up in my shirt. All that shit. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Fonds. What can I say? I had gravy in the heart. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea. Is there a security footage of this happening? I would love to see like a uh, trying oh, to do yeah, a Oh yeah, definitely. I'd love to see. This. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think they the they had a Easy Pass set up in, in the front. <laughs> Someone had to hold the Easy Pass up, like yeah. they don't have them affixed to the window. Yeah. <laughs> they they just use cellophane to make the window. <laughs> That person at the toll booth was like, that's odd, but I guess I'll accept it. That's odd, but I just don't care. Yeah. (laughs) They couldn't be bothered. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you ever, speaking of borders, like I remember uh, as a young, a young man uh, going to (laughs) Canada when we were 19 because the drinking age was legal there. And I always remember it being very difficult to get into Canada, but not very difficult to get back. Right. Is always how it seemed. Yeah. Like I remember going to a an establishment where uh, people would dance for you. Naked? Uh, there was a lot of nudity. Yes. I guess you would call it a naked. A, a naked, naked dance club? A naked dance parlor. A strip club. I uh, think sure. A parlor. Um, um, a parlor. Some of, uh, some of my f- friends, uh, <laughs> we went. And on the way back, I remember them Kevin, being like, did you go with strangers? I went, did you I just went hit by ride? myself. It was just me and my sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> and a cardboard bus. Sweatpants. No, I cannot move this cardboard right now, sir. Um, but I remember coming back and the guy being like, where were you guys? And we're like, oh, you know, we told him the name place. And I'm like, oh, you guys drinking? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, ah, get out of here. That was it. <laughs> just get out of here. But going in, it was like, where are you going? What are you doing? Oh, yeah? Okay. Prove it. <laughs> Three in the morning, they didn't care. Yeah. I um. Oh, I feel like I must have gone there when I was 19. Who did I go with? I don't remember. Must not have been very memorable. Mm. 
<sighs> Grave is in the heart. Yeah, I think I, I'm pretty sure I went there when I was 19 to go get drinks yeah, and I think, stuff. I think everybody does that's in this area. When yeah. It it, yeah, if you grow up close to the border, you just know that that's, yeah. that's where it's at. Yeah, so the uh, cardboard bus, when Megabus is out of your price range, choose cardboard bus. Yeah. <laughs> you should see what it transforms into. <laughs> it's pretty crazy you know like it's it's amazing uh it's a refrigerator Uh, oh yeah that's not what i thought i was thinking more of an optimus prime type situation you're right it's more i was waiting for you to tell me what transformer you would like it to be (laughs) well i would like it to be the best transformer which is soundwave because he plays cassette tapes Oh. And the cassette tapes fly out of him and turn into other robots. So that's pretty much the coolest. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Soundwave then. Yeah. 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 I don't know Transformers, so I was just taking your cue. <laughs> so I was waiting for you to tell me, tell me things that I don't know. I was trying to think of like a of like a name for like a Optimus Prime like pun, but I couldn't think of anything fast enough. Oh, that's okay. Like a sad Prime. <laughs> <laughs> What's that cardboard box turn into? Amazon. Prime Optimus. I don't know. It didn't work. <laughs> um, so also, the last story Speedy here. delivery, though. <laughs> Overnight. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> it worked out. And you get uh, a whole gaggle of books and TV shows. Whole gaggle. Whole gaggle. Yeah. Uh, so this last story here is about... I, I can't even read my handwriting. What was it again? A woman spends 10 years posing as a flight attendant. Yes, that's what I tried writing down. So did she get, was she actually performing this job? Yeah. And no one, like they didn't check her credentials. Uh, I think she had fake credentials. Oh my God. That's yeah. really scary. Yeah. When you think of it from a, like a, like a, like a terrorism kind of aspect of things. Yeah. I, well, I think, I think she began doing it like pre 9-11 and so it, it it's just coming out now that she had done this. Like she did it as a means to uh, be able to travel without having to pay for it. Okay. Cause she wasn't clearly getting paid. Right. So she had to like just get a uniform and just yeah got in. Yeah. I think sometimes when you look the part for something, people kind of give you like a free pass. Yeah. So she could probably show up at the airport dressed in like the American airlines outfit or whatever and people would be like, oh, yeah, go right ahead. Why would why would we second guess this? Right. Yeah, sure, you forgot your badge. You know, right. But we'll have one drawn up for you, a temporary one. Right. And so, yeah, so she, um, yeah, she had the specific uniform. Oh, that's scary. And, uh, you know, kind of was able to become a chameleon and kind of follow the lead of other flight attendants and... Filled spots where they were empty wow. and was able to travel for free. That's crazy. Yeah. I wonder, like, it's crazy that it would last that long. Yeah. Well, I think that there was, I I think that she, there, I don't think she was doing it for selfish reasons, not like in a narcissistic, narcissistic sort of way as uh, threatener. Threatened. Right. Threatened? Jared threatened? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this was more just a travel situation. And she was helping people, right? right? People probably raved about her service. Yeah, absolutely. She served those drinks. <laughs> although although the uh, some of the people kind of questioned what was going on when she had to do the safety speech with a seatbelt, but was using the air mask. 
Right. Yeah, I was like, wait, hold yeah. on. She was like, oh, sorry, it's my first day. <laughs> God, can you Silly. believe that? I've been up in the air too long. So embarrassed. <laughs> All that air. It sounds like I'm an airhead. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Would you like another biscotti? <laughs> Has anyone ever flown Southwest? And like, they, they, Southwest has like this way of, they, they like to, they're very specific in how they do their announcements. Like, they're very silly. Mm-hmm. Like, they, uh, they try to be charming, I guess, versus like the usual, like just kind of, right. Here's a drink. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's a drink. Enjoy. Here's the menu. Please order something. I like the the some of the airlines. They just play a, a video now. They don't even bother. <laughs> I know, and it's a a silent uh, flight attendant just motioning like. <laughs> Here's their seatbelt. Please fasten it. This is how it unhooks. And it's really outdated. Like every, all the people on the plane are like, on the video are like smoking <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> drinks. Every, kid, even the kids are drinking and smoking. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like when I went. I had to go to court recently for jury duty. I was picked for jury duty. Yeah. Well, I had to show up. That when was I wasn't a bad picked. way to start that. I know. I had to go to court recently. Uh, let's talk talking about faking air, <laughs> airline credentials. Um, no, I had to go to. The, I was uh, had to show up for jury duty possible selection, and. Uh, while we were there, they played a video of like, "Welcome to the New York State Justice System. Here's what you could be prepared for for today." And uh, it was it was sort of an old video, like it was about ten years old, because they're like, "When you are not allowed to talk about the cases you see on social media, such as YouTube and MySpace." <laughs> and I was like, "This video is about fifteen uh, years old, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> they do their best. <laughs> Got to update that shit. Yeah, but the point is still there. That's true. You know, that's all right. So what do you, um, I, it, it seems like this woman kind of trained on the fly, like, so to speak. <laughs> Excuse the pun. Puns. Um, so she must have flown enough on the specific airline to understand like the rhythm and studying like the routine yeah Yeah. of how exactly it's done so that she could blend in or she watched that short-lived show with um about eastern airlines that was on a couple years ago about five years ago american airlines no it was eastern airlines i think it was eastern airlines oh is that what it was remember it had do you know i don't remember what i'm talking about it had christina ricci in it right yes i couldn't think of her name yes and someone I knew from school. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. I can't remember either, but... It was very short-lived. It was very short-lived. Yeah. But maybe should they studied that. Yeah. Or watch other movies. Maybe she watched Snakes on a Plane. That was it. That's, that's probably the movie she that's watched. That's the training video. That's what they show you when you when you become... When you join the American Airlines family. Yeah. The first thing they do at orientation is sit you down and watch... You watch Snakes on a Plane. You uh-huh. learn how to deal with that kind of... Situation. In-flight, in-flight situation. Yeah. And they're like, any questions? Let's get on the plane. So that's how it starts. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you said any questions like uh, David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> first, we're going to pop in this video cassette. <laughs> is this snakes on a plane? <laughs> any questions? <laughs> so many crossovers here. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That seems like a job I would not like being a flight attendant. Yeah, I don't know. I go back and forth with that. Like, I feel like sometimes maybe it's not so bad. Because like, I know in times we... Um, like maybe a couple of years ago when we went to New York, there was this uh, 
young flight attendant who was she was just like leaning out the window looking at the you know this the site of manhattan like the island of new york mm-hmm. and just like she had like this southern accent she was like oh it's just so beautiful <laughs> like she was just like so excited yeah. and it was just like a childlike sort of amazement of being up on the sky and seeing something so cool. Yeah. The wonder of it all. Yeah. The wonder of it all. Yeah. And, uh, so like, so I can kind of relate to that cause I, I never get sick of flying and looking out the window and That's seeing true. how pretty things are. Um, but you'd have to deal with customers people, in a high stress situation. Though. Hi, yeah, there's that. That's, that's the part. That's the part that I can't deal with. Um, mm-hmm. disgusting people, mm-hmm. uh, recycled who, fart air. R- oh God. That's the worst. <laughs> oh, have you ever been on a plane next to someone who farted? No. Oh. Well, you have. You've sat next to me on the plane. That's not true, Kevin. No. That's true. It's not true. Yeah. It's so awful. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I couldn't deal with it because people are already like at their, they're like a hair away from being the worst they could possibly be because it's stressful. People are trying to get somewhere. There's They're packed in like sardines. There's a lot of things they got to, you know, be on the go. It's just a lot. And uh, I think that being around that, I think, would be, I'd, I would be manic, I think. I think I would absorb all of that anxiety. Oh, <laughs> and then I would you just, probably would a little bit. And I would just be staring out the window like a like a basket case. Like, I can't. I can't. Get your own peanuts. I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have another Bischoff cookie. Yeah. I am. Um also i think there's like i don't know if they still do this but i think you have to be like a certain weight requirement i think they've gotten rid of that over the years i think that that have they? i believe so i believe there was a kind of a big thing about that years ago okay because it's pretty shitty yeah 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 so i think you can get i think you can be all types of people and have that job Mm-hmm. good yeah we did it we did it <laughs> <laughs> so one of these articles is actually a legitimate article no they're all fake surprise <laughs> i figured i would try something different this week oh fun i really don't know which one of these could be real because they all seem impossible i am gonna go with the cardboard bus because i hope there's a video of it <laughs> You, sir, have picked a real headline. Oh, really? It's real. Oh, man. The more we talked about the flight attendant thing, the more I thought I was thinking that maybe this took place before things got a little bit more secure. Yeah. And that just now it's kind of coming out that this person had done this. Yeah, that was exactly So I was like, what I was trying to lead to. Yes, and you did a great job because I was about to go with that one, but I really had my fingers crossed that there was going to be footage of adults in a cardboard car. Oh, yeah, there is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's real. I also remember you being very excited when you found your article, and this sounded like a more exciting article, <laughs> as far as what would get you excited. <laughs> I did laugh really, really hard when I found this. I was like, are you kidding me? Um, all right, so this article is from Newsweek. Oh, I've heard of that. Uh, have uh, you? At, yeah, usually after I get done reading metalsucks.net, I move right over to Newsweek. Yeah. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. <laughs> A group of four people in the far east of Russia. <laughs> 
Russia's a weird place, it's man. so freaking weird. There's so many weird things that happen. The last Russian article I had was a naked guy stuck in a gate. That's right. Because he was ghost hunting. He was ghost hunting nude. Um, use some ingenuity. Ingen- ingenuity. <laughs> a group of four people in Russia... It, a group of people in the far east of Russia used some inge- ingenuity when they attempted to cross. <laughs> I'm so giggly right now. <laughs> but I can't pronounce words. So you're saying that they used some ingenuity <laughs> to cross a bridge <laughs> in Russia. In Russia. A group of four people in the far east of Russia used some ingenuity when they attempted to cross a bridge that only vehicles are allowed to use. The Zolotoy Most, Russian for Golden Bridge, in the port city of Vladivostok, was built for the Asian Pacific Economic Corporation. I'm so sorry, my context. (laughs) Economic Corporation Summit in 2012. I sound like a robot, and I'm very sorry. Um... Since 2015, it has been closed to pedestrians for safety reasons. The walkways were considered too narrow and did not meet transport and anti-terrorism regulations. There had been several suicide attempts from the bridge, which spans the Golden Bay. Since the closure, local residents have complained about not being able to use the bridge as walking across it is quicker than being stuck in traffic. This did not deter the unnamed four people who came up with the novel idea to try to cross the bridge by walking. With a makeshift bus constructed from cardboard and painted yellow, (laughs) video footage shows the quartet with their legs sticking out the bottom, trying to navigate the traffic on the busy bridge before the security guard puts an end to their efforts. Hey, boss, it looks like the Flintstones are trying to cross the bridge. <laughs> you mentioned the sound. <laughs> uh, whether that was my Flintstones. I know. Um, <laughs> like on their tiptoes? Yeah. Whether out of... The, yeah. It was uh, Fred Flintstone bullying. Uh, whether out of concern for their safety or for the breach of the rules, the guard escorts court, <laughs> escorts the quartet off to the side of the road. It is not known if the four were later charged. In the footage uploaded to YouTube, a woman is heard saying, Why are they being chased away? It's beautiful. It's art. <laughs> Why don't they understand it? <laughs> Underneath her video, one user posted the comment, I like the idea the guys came up with. Of course, it was stupid and dangerous, but damn, good luck to everyone on the road. Another wrote, it's a long way off from being art, but it's funny all at the same time. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm watching video footage of this. It is like some children created a bus. It, that it's exactly it. They didn't try to like make it look real at, at all. That's <laughs> <laughs> really funny. Yeah, it's so good. I love that there's a guard just following him like, come on guys, knock it up. <laughs> Move it along. This is a this is a bridge from metal cars yeah. and steel, not cardboard bus yeah. things. So that that made me laugh very, very, <laughs> very hard. Like they, they did it because they it's just faster to cross the bridge by foot. That's so funny. But you can't. So they were like, let's do this instead. When they said Russian ingenuity, you know what they meant? Vodka. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Also, the yellow school bus, That's that apparently is just how school buses are everywhere. Yeah, no matter what part of the world you're in. <laughs> See, it's the things that we got to start celebrating the things that keep us close together like that. Yeah. like We all got yellow school buses. We've all got people that we love. 
we've all got bridges that will only allow cars and not people to cross, so we have to come up with comical ways to cross them. We've all got a love for vodka. We've all got gravy in the heart. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, and we hope that if you're celebrating Thanksgiving this week, we hope it's a great one for you. We hope that you are able to uh, enjoy your commute, or hopefully maybe this helped you decompress from time with your family uh, as you go home uh, after a long day. Um, so Allow us to be your one-hour energy drink. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. see that? Oh, that, was, yeah. that was well done. Brought it back. Yeah. All right. Seriously, guys, thank you. Thank you. And uh, if you would uh, so kindly uh, leave us a five-star review or any review, um, maybe leave some kind words. It really helps us out. It lets the word get out there about us and gets more people listening, which is really, really awesome. And uh, we can thank you enough. If you could, hop on over to Facebook, Facebook and Instagram and follow us there at Fake Headlines Podcast and also on Twitter at Fake Head Pod. Thanks, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye.